This is Eastside Radio. Welcome to The A-List, where we review movies, TV shows, food, and places. I'm your co-host, Rebecca Hu. And I'm your other co-host, Anjali Reddy. And okay, today's... Today, you go, sorry. <laughs> okay, in today's episode, we will be reviewing the new Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man No Way Home. I guess we can quickly go over our back Marvel. I'm a very big Marvel stan, so I was like already. I knew that I like was gonna see the movie like right away as soon as it came out. Well, I'm not a super big Marvel fan, but I have seen every like Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, so I kind of have like a good background with this series at least. Yeah, I'm not good. okay. So I should always this off with a big spoiler warning because this is like endgame level. Like nobody wants spoilers for this. I'm assuming if you're gonna be listening to this though, you're fine with spoilers. Yeah. So I guess we don't really have to do that, but just in case someone doesn't know, we're going to be talking like a lot and everything that happens in the movie. So just be warned, there will be a lot of spoilers. Yeah. I still um, like this like, <laughs> The hype for this movie was like huge because not only did the last one like end off on a huge cliffhanger but it was also like very like like um anticipated because they haven't really released a lot of Marvel movies in the past like year only really black widow and then the shows on c plus other than that no actual movies since endgame and not endgame since far from home and obviously far from home ended on a huge cliffhanger where like peter's identity got revealed so i think there's a lot of hype leading up to it, and I think people were also very much like, if the old Spider-Mans were not going to be in this movie, there was going to be like a capital level riot. Like I'm not even joking. Like people were going to lose it. I think that's definitely true. I saw like so much about people like, I don't know. I don't really follow Marvel that closely, but like online, even I saw like a lot of fan theories, a lot of fan art with like all three Spider-Man. Um, I saw, like, the, a bunch of, like, memes or something like that. I don't normally see memes, but I saw Spider-Man memes because of this. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember, like, right after Fucking Home came out, like, so many people were, like, making edits about, like, you know, like, like Tobey Maguire, Andrew Tufield, and, like, all being Spider-Man together in the next one, and it was, like, something that everyone kind of, like, really wanted to happen, but no one actually thought it was gonna happen. Like, I remember seeing, like, like, the one specific, like, um, movie poster that somebody made that kind of, like, started the whole, like, obsession with it. Everyone was like, oh my god, this would be, like, such a good idea. And, I don't know, it, it never really be- became a thing that everyone was like, oh, it might actually happen, until, like, a few months ago. Because, like, everyone kind of, like, started, like, speculating. And I remember there was, like, um, I think a picture of, like, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire on the set. Oh, Spider-Man. it got leaked, and then Andrew Garfield yeah. was like, yeah. oh, like, that, no, that was photoshopped. Like, Even if you look for it now, you won't find it. Mm. So it's like, they, they tried to keep this under wraps. And apparently, they've been playing this for two years. So since Far From Home came out. So they've, like, honestly, they could never be a Marvel actor. Because, like, how are you supposed to keep this stuff under wraps for two years? Like, I could go. 
Yeah. Literally, I could not, I could just, like, not shut up. Like, I feel like, because eventually, like, I think so many people were trying to um, trick, especially Andrew Garfield, into revealing it, because he did a lot more interviews than Toby, so he was, like... Because he also had another movie coming out, like, last month, so he was doing a ton of press for Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. I've seen all of them, but that's besides me. Okay, Anjali, good for you. <laughs> I watched, like, a little clip, compilation of it after the movies came out. Um, yeah, I felt like, I also felt kind of bad, though, because he was trying to promote one of his other movies, but, like, all everyone seemed to be asking about was Spider-Man. Yeah, it was definitely overshadowed by the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. I think his his movie did do very well, though. Like, a lot of people, I, I saw people, a lot of people talking about I haven't watched it, but, like, you know, it did well. Yeah, I definitely want to watch Tick, Tick, Boom in the future. I think out of the three movies, like, that Tom Holland was in... I definitely still think that Homecoming is probably my favorite out of the three. I'm not really sure if I liked Far From Home better or not. That's the thing. What do you think? I think it's hard for me because not only is Spider-Man one of my all-time favorite Marvel characters, but also like all three of his Spider-Man movies are so good. Like I feel like Homecoming is such like a classic at this point. Like it's so much fun to watch, and I really love it. But then Far From Home is also, like, I feel like it's really different from any other Marvel movie, and it's very, like, it kind of has you, like, on the edge of your seat the whole time, and obviously it's, like, iconic, like, Jake Gyllenhaal and everything. Yeah. I think this might actually be my least favorite of the three. Really? I I, I, I don't know. We can get more into that once we get in the movie. (laughs) I think it's hard for me to decide, just because No Way Home is, like, I feel like I'm a little biased just because of, like, all the stuff that happens, like, you know, the parallels to the old movies and, like, the old Spider-Man literally coming back to act in it. Like, I think I'm a bit biased, but I think if I would have to, I think Homecoming would be my favorite, but No Way Home would be a really close second. Far From Home would be my least favorite just because I feel like it's so good, but the other two still, like, overshadow it. That's true. Alright, so... I feel like we can get a little more into like the movie itself so in like this next portion i guess we'll just be talking a little more about no way home's um plot and characters all right mm-hmm. so, so um you can go okay so it starts off like right where far from home left off where he's a little bit just in the crowd and like his identity has just been revealed and like Obviously, it like kind of like turns his life upside down because not only is his identity revealed, but there's also like a huge lie going around about him saying that he's the one that like killed Mysterio and Mysterio was apparently still a good guy in everybody's eyes, which obviously is a lie. So it like basically ruined all of his and his friend's life. Like they literally couldn't even get into college. Like they were rejected from like all the colleges they applied to. They were rejected from MIT, their like dream school or whatever. Oh no. I thought it was a little unrealistic though. Like the fact that they all wanted to get into MIT and they all expected to get in with Flash. Like, what is it with Hollywood? It's just like. I'm just saying. I feel like it's just weird because they always like make it so that you have to like get into like these really good schools or whatever. Like, I don't know why, but they always. I mean, for this one at least it makes more sense. They got rejected from all the schools they applied to. It's true. So, like. I mean, at least they got rejected this time, but, like, then it was just, like, the rejection isn't fair because it was, like, Peter's fault, which, okay, kind of true, but, but, like, I still think it would be unrealistic if they had all made it in anyways. Yeah, 
Sure, this is a superhero movie, so not, or not very realistic in the first place. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, and then after that, he, like, goes to Doctor Strange, and he's like, I need your help. So he tries to do, like, a spell that tries to, like, make everyone forget that, you know, Peter is Spider-Man, but then along the way, Peter keeps, like, adding things, like, oh, MJ has to, like, has to, has to remember, and so does Ned, and so does Aunt May. Well, it kind of, like, ruins the spell like it, it you know makes it go bad and at first they think nothing has happened but then peter is like trying to talk to the like mit head of admission yeah and then like a doc off or something just like appears yeah, out of nowhere randomly shows up and it's like a big thing and peter ends up saving like the dean of admissions and she's like i'm gonna like talk to them and try to give you like a second shot at mit but then Right after that, who else shows up? Um, I think yeah, it, was like, it was like um Green Goblin or something. Was it Green Goblin? Oh yeah, it was Green Goblin. <clears throat> and I think another thing that we should mention is that like they literally brought back all of the old actors from like even the villains. Yeah. So like I forget, ugh, I can't remember their names right now. Like they brought back like the original villains, even from like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man like twenty years ago, which I thought was like really cool. And I remember watching in like one of Tom Holland's interviews, um. <clears throat> I was watching it and he said like it was really cool for like the old actors to like be on set because like obviously things had changed since they had made their movies so yeah. even like the technology they use and stuff and it was like really cool for them to like be able to experience it again so yeah i like that they got the old actors because i mean i feel like especially for a lot of like people who were like alive um, during, like, the releases of the early movies, and even people, like, our age, like, it definitely brings back a lot of nostalgia from, like, watching the old, um, Spider-Mans, because if they'd gotten, like, different actors, or if they'd, like, gotten, like, if they couldn't get Toby and, like, Andrew, and they got some, like, random other white man to, like, just, like, be Spider-Man, like, it would have been, it wouldn't have felt as good. Exactly, like, it wouldn't have had, like, the impact it did. I um, think, yeah. So do you want to get into, like, our likes and dislikes? Yeah, sure. Um, I definitely, like, yeah, like I said, I really liked um, that they used the old characters. And also, um, even though I don't have, like, a super good knowledge of, like, the previous Spider-Mans, like Anjali said, there was a lot of, like, parallels to, um, like, the previous movies. Um, For example, like, when MJ fell... And then Andrew oh. actually caught her this time. Like, that was, that was kind of sad, but... That was dirty. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? They're, they're really messed up for that one. No, they, they were... Uh, you're, you're done. I can't. That one was... I was, like, about to ball my eyes out when it happened. Because, like, I think, like, everyone kind of, like, has seen that scene in Andrew's Spider-Man, like, the end of Spider-Man, when Gwen's, like, falling backwards and she dies, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's, like, an iconic theme. The fact they literally recreated the exact scene with the same shot and everything, but this time he got to save her. Like, I think also, I think it was a very good way to, like, because for some people that might not know, um, for Andrew Spider-Man, he was supposed to get a third and a fourth movie, but there was, like, conflicts with and stuff, and it ended up getting canceled. And so, like, I think the fact that he was able to save MJ also kind of, like, helped, like, wrap up his storyline that he never got yeah, to finish. Definitely. In, like, a way I heard some, like, rumors about, like, possibly the making a third Andrew Garfield movie. I'm not sure if it'll actually happen, but I think, I mean, I'm uh, kind of a big fan of Andrew Garfield, so I'll be happy if it happens. So I would love that. 
Because, again, they ended it, not on a cliffhanger, but they did, like, in the second movie where they ended it, they did start, like, building up to the next movie a little bit, and they never really got to finish that, obviously. I think it would be really cool if they made a third one. I think everyone would be really happy about it. Yeah, and then also there's, like, three more Spider-Mans coming out for Tom mm-hmm. Holland, too. Tom just signed on to another contract, so we're getting three more, which are confirmed. So, yeah, the future I is bright. <laughs> I think for some of my likes for the movie, I loved... I feel like Spider-Man movies are, like, kind of known for, like, their humor in between. Yeah. And I think they, especially with the additions of the other Spider-Mans, I think they definitely took so many opportunities and it was, like, they saw an opportunity for jokes, and they took them. Like, especially, oh my god, it was so funny. Especially when they were talking, like, I think when they were on the Statue of Liberty, like, right before, like, the big ending fight scene, when um, they were, like, really surprised that Toby's Spider-Man, like, his webs came out of his wrist. Yeah. Because, like, um, the other two, Andrew and Tom's Spider-Man, they had to make their own, like, web shooters, but Toby comes out of his and they were just like kind of anywhere else and like the jokes were just top tier i would just like to clarify because i mean i feel like it's it should be obvious at this point but if you haven't watched the movie toby Maguire and andrew garfield were in this movie like we never stated it clearly we just like assume <laughs> sorry yeah. yeah but i think that was really funny and also like the scene where they actually show up and they're like in ned's house i think and like they don't believe that andrew's actually spider-man they're like prove it and they're, like, trying to throw bread at him. Like, it was very, like, reminiscent. Like, it was just really funny. I really liked that. And then also, um, again, like Rebecca said, like, the fact that they brought in the old actors. Like, the whole movie itself was very nostalgic. And I think very well, like, put together. Because there was so many ways they could have gone, like, with the actual plot. Like, they could have just made it, like, he left his identity to be revealed. But I think the fact that they literally took it to, like, oh, he's trying to erase everyone's memory. But then, like, it goes wrong. And they bring back, like, old villains. But I think that's, like, a really smart idea, honestly. And it's, like, I don't think a lot of people, like, expected it to go, like, this far into, like, because it's exactly what fans wanted. And I don't think people expected them to go, like, this far into, like, what everybody wanted. I think they expected, like, something a little worse, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that's for sure. I don't know. I feel like, okay, so moving on into my personal dislikes. Um, okay, I feel like this might be a little controversial, but I low-key don't think that the plot was, like, really, really good. Like, I liked that they had the old villains, and that I liked that they had Andrew and Toby in it, but I feel like the main reason why this movie's so hyped up and why people might put it more up on their list for Spider-Man is just because they got old characters in it. But I feel like... Because they just, like, let the old characters, like, presence, like, overshadow the actual thing. I'm not really sure if they developed the plot super well. Like, I definitely think that the plot where, like, it kind of goes into, like, the whole multiverse thing. And that's going to also lead you into um, a future Doctor Strange movie was good. But I do think they could have, like, developed it better. I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird. Like... Um, like, all of a sudden, they decided, like, let's just, like, heal these villains so that way, like, they don't die or something. I don't know how I felt about that. Like, it was kind of weird, because then he just, like, brought them back, and then, like, he tried to heal the villains, and they were, like, somewhat accepting of it, but then, like, at the same time, they weren't, and then all of a sudden, like, what was it? Who was he? Was it, was it Green Goblin? Wait, Oh, yeah, it was Green Goblin. Like, suddenly he was like, oh, like, no, I don't want to be healed. And then he just, like, runs off and he breaks everyone out. And then, 
don't know. I don't know if I really liked how that developed, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah, I actually agree, because I think, again, I think I should say, again, I think I'm being biased just because I was so excited about the old actors coming back, but I think I definitely do agree that the plot was a bit lacking, because if you think about the other two Spider-Mans, like, especially Homecoming, like, the plot itself is very well made. Like, it's not something that they did with the other Spider-Mans. Like, it's very different. And same thing with, like, even the second one, like, the whole, like, idea of them going on, like, a trip and, like, yeah. like stuff happening there. Like, I think it was very well thought out. I think this one was mainly, like, focused on, like, the multiverse and the other characters coming back, which is cool. But I feel like they could have used that as, like, a way to develop the plot even further. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, the whole thing with the villains, like, being healed or fixed, I think it was a good idea, but I think the way they did it was a bit weird. But also, I feel like I should also mention, the only reason that Green Goblin kind of, like, turned, like, changed his mind and was because he has, like, a split personality thing where, like, sometimes he's normal, and then he turns into the Green Goblin when, like, his bad side takes over. So I think that's why he originally, like, went rogue afterwards. But, like, yeah, I definitely think it could have been developed a little better. But overall, I did, I think they had, like, a really good idea for, like, a good base. No, that is true. I thought that that idea could have been executed better, but, like, still it was still a good concept um i feel like another thing that we should probably bring up is like aunt may's death i feel like that was a bit that was like kind of like a little significant plot point i don't know he's like i think okay i think in a way i feel like it almost kind of was needed and before before people get mad at me for that in total spider-man they make a big deal out of uncle ben's death right obviously that's like one of the main plot points and then in Andrew's Spider-Man, his parents' death is a little more significant because they actually go into the death of his parents and how they died and why they died. And then Uncle Ben's death also happens. But in Tom Holland's Spider-Man, they couldn't really do that because Homecoming was supposed to be a continuation of Civil War, and he was already Spider-Man by that point. So they couldn't really go into the backstory and how he became Spider-Man. They couldn't go into they don't. I don't even know if they mentioned Uncle Ben actually in his. I don't think they mentioned him at all because, like I said, I'm not super well versed with like the other ones but i didn't know he existed so it's like different from the other ones because aunt may is still there obviously but it's like they don't even mention his backstory of like how he became an orphan and how uncle ben died and how he got his powers and i think that's one thing i really wish they could have been able to do but it's they really couldn't just because of how like he was introduced into the like mcu but i think like aunt may's death almost kind of makes up for that because it's like you see him going through the grief of losing her and the fact that they even paralleled like her to say like with great power comes with great responsibility because that is like by far one of the most like famous lines in marvel not even just mcu like actually like everyone just knows that line and the fact that they made her say that in parallel like you know her dying and peter like having to grieve over that and like also going through like the same like I think in Toby's Spider-Man, after Uncle Ben died, he gets like, really mad, and he goes and he tracks down and, like, finds the person who did it, and he, I'm pretty sure he killed him. And so the fact that Peter was going to do the same thing... But, like, Toby stops him? Yeah, like, the other two stop him. They're like, we've been down that path. Like, it's not worth it. Like, you're not... It's not gonna make you feel any better getting revenge, you know? Yeah. And again, what, like, that whole scene when, like, he meets the other two for the first time, and they're trying to, like, talk him out of it, like, it's very nostalgic, because, like, it's like they're using their like wisdom from the past like when that's happened to them like they're saying like we've been through this like we've gone through the same things as you like it's not worth it i think that was very like i think that was a very well planned out scene i really liked it that's very true i feel like in the future kind of wish that we could see like what happened 
like, at least after the villains were healed, and, like, Toby mm-hmm. and Andrew, re- like, returned to their yeah, previous think, universes. Yeah, I don't think there's a huge possibility. I feel like it was so big just to get them in this one. Yeah, I don't think um, it'll happen, but I feel like it'll be nice. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen, but I really wish it could, because obviously that changed a lot of, like, plots for the old Spider-Mans, you know? Yeah. And, like, it would definitely, like, change things. But I think overall, um, like... Like Andre said, she might be like a little biased because of the like presence of the other Spider-Mans in it. Like I think that's why most people will probably really like this movie because it's going to bring back a lot of nostalgia. Either way, but like the fact that the old actors were any made even like people even more excited to go see it. Like it brought in a lot of new viewers as well. That's true. I think for me, I just like I just wasn't really impressed by it because like. Obviously, I was excited that Andrew Garfield was in it. Also, Toby, but... Sorry, big Andrew Garfield fan, like I said. Um, <laughs> but um, I think that it just, like... It just didn't invoke as many, like, fond feelings in me or whatever. Because, like I said, I haven't really seen the other Spider-Mans. I've, I yeah. think I kind of saw one of them. But it's, like, a very distant memory. Don't really remember it. So yeah, I think that's why... You kind of have to, I think for it to like hit harder, I think you also have to be like well acquainted with the past Spider-Mans. I think that's when it really like hits you even more. Because you, you might think no, but you don't really know like, the specifics. And that's why it doesn't like give you, like it doesn't evoke as much emotions as it would if you've like seen all of them. So I think that's definitely one thing that I wish they could have like worked on more. Because I feel like for people who like, haven't seen the old ones and they're just watching this one, like it might have been a little confusing at times. Yeah. Know? I mean, like, yeah. like, yeah, it depends really on how much you know. Like, if you're like me and you kind of know, like, some of the plot points from the previous ones, then obviously you might understand a little better. Like, I knew how Gwen died. I knew about, like, I knew the line, like, with great power comes great responsibility, but, like, I didn't know who Uncle Ben was. So when Audrey started talking about it in the movie theater, didn't know what she was talking about. Um, I think, but I feel like it's, like, a common theme with, like, all Marvel movies, because I feel like at this point, like, you can't really hold, like, the movie accountable for that, because, like, people know that going into it. Like, they know, yeah. like, you know, it's well, continuing theme. <laughs> um, alright, so, for our final, like, thing before we finish up and we talk about, like, the end credit scenes is, um, so, I feel like a debate that I see a lot online is, like, who's the best Spider-Man? I have a lot to say about this. Let me go. Um, all right, you go first. I'll go come in after. Okay, so first of all, I'm just going to start this off by saying Tom Holland is my favorite Spider-Man. I have, like, there's, like, a hierarchy thing for me, and I've been saying this for so long. I've been saying this for years, okay? <laughs> Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, he was a really good Peter Parker. Like, he was the really nerdy aspect of Peter Parker, right? So, but that means he wasn't really as good as Spider-Man because he was too nerdy and awkward almost. Andrew Garfield was an incredible Spider-Man. He was really cool and confident, and he was, like, really smooth. But then he wasn't... He was too cool to be Peter Parker, you know? Yeah. And then Tom Holland... I think... That's why I think Tom Holland's best, because he's, like, good at both. Like, he's nerdy enough and awkward enough to be Peter Parker, but he's also having that confidence and the coolness to be Spider-Man, which I think is really cool. So that's why he's my favorite. But Andrew Garfield is a really close second. Like, okay. Tom Holland has my favorite movies... And, like, Spider-Man and everything, like, his franchise is my favorite, but Andrew Garfield is my favorite, like, 
Spider-Man character overall, like very specifically. But if I, if you're forced me to pick, I would say Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. I think another thing: a lot of people hated Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man before this. Yeah. And I find it really funny because now everyone's switching up. Now everybody loves Spider-Man. Now everyone's like, oh, Andrews is the best Spider-Man. Like, where were you, like, five years ago when I had to fight for my life when I said I liked Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man? I think it's mainly because the plot of his Spider-Man was a bit, like, I'm not going to say I think it definitely would have been better. That's why people didn't really like it as much. But, like, his acting and everything throughout, like, the films was so good. And, like, I'm just... All, that's all I'm gonna say, okay? Where were y'all when I was oh. fighting with men on the internet when I was, like, nine about why I liked Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man? I literally almost got doxxed one time because someone was, like... I'm, I'm not gonna say That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Definitely why I'm happy to not be in a fandom. If I was in a fandom and I was fighting with people over, like... Okay. I feel like this might be, like, a little... Also a little controversial... I'm not a big fandom person because I just like I don't know I spend a lot of time on the internet but I don't want to spend my time on the internet fighting with random people over my personal opinions um also I'm just like I feel like I've said this multiple times on this podcast already but I'm just not someone who stands to things like really hard I am I think I think there's some point where it's like you have to learn to kind of just, like, stay out of, like, the fighting as- and the toxic aspects. So, like, if you, like, get rid of all that, it really is a fun experience. So, like, that's really what I try to do. Like, I try not to get involved in, like, people who don't like the same things with me because I know it's going to end up in fights, you know? So, like, I just try to stay out of it for the most part because I know, like, what am I going to gain from fighting with a random person on the internet? Over just, like, sitting time? there, like, coming back to fight them every single day after school. Yeah. Like, what am I? What am, what am I gonna do with that? Like, I just tend to stay out of it, just because it makes you feel a lot better. Because you don't have to like worry about that, and it's just like overall a better experience. Just talk to people who do like the same things as you. Yeah. All right. So shifting back to who I think is the best Spider Man. Okay, I actually I don't know because I can't really say. I can only say that I know a lot about Tom Holland Spider Man because obviously, like I said don't remember the other two and also another thing is that like a lot of people some people try to refer to like how peter parker and spider-man were like portrayed in the original comics for spider-man to like judge who's the best one but i haven't read the comics either so like i can't really use that as like a way to judge these spider-mans yeah i think oh wait no you go you go you go so yeah um I don't know. So I guess I would probably have to say Tom Holland because um, he's the only one, like, I really know that much about. And, um, yeah, like, what Anjali said, I've seen a lot of people make an argument that, like, Tobey Maguire was, like, the best, like, Peter Parker because he was, like, nerdy and accurate. And that Andrew Garfield was the best Spider-Man, but he didn't really make a good Peter Parker because he was, like, too cool. And so, therefore, um, Tom Holland is the best because he isn't the best at either aspects, but he's, he's, like, he's the most equal for both, so, therefore, he, like, like, over, like, he, like, outbalances the both of them or something like that. I think, I also think you can't really compare all three of them very much, because I feel like all three of the Spider-Mans are so different. Like, if you were to say who's the closest to the original comics, definitely Andrew, because he's more, like, the cool, like, confident side. 
But, like, I think it's just the personal preference, really, like, which character you like best. So I don't think there can really be a competition about it. That it's is really true. Just up to who you like the best. So. I also think that I've seen a lot of stuff where people are like, oh, Toby's the best, and that's just because, I mean, I don't think it's just because he's the original, but I think that a lot of people well, also feel like, like, that's definitely a part of it, like, because he was the original, like, Spider-Man on screen, therefore he should be the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, also because he fights, like, the most iconic Spider-Man yeah. villains. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, Andrew, not Andrew, um, what's it called? Toby had definitely has the best villains, in my opinion. Because yeah. I feel like, especially from Homecoming, I feel like, um, like, from Homecoming, I don't think it had, like, the most memorable villain. If, like, people wouldn't really know unless they've watched the movie, but if, like, even if you haven't seen Spider-Man, like, you've probably at least seen or heard of the villains from Toby's. That's definitely true. I don't remember the name of the villain from Homecoming. I just remember, like, I just remember, like, guns. No, I remember the plot mostly, but I don't remember the villain's, like, name or anything like that. I know he flew, though. Mm-hmm. He, he had wings. Oh, also, another thing is, like, you know, I I kind of wish, I, like, no, I kind of hope that Ned doesn't become evil, but I also think it would just be funny if Ned became evil, just because, like... Pull a Toby Maguire Spider-Man yeah. and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, actually. Yeah, like, I feel like they might not do... They probably... I don't think they will do that because it was, like, acknowledged in this movie that, like, he wouldn't turn evil or something like that. Like, he, yeah, he told... I don't think they would do that because... I mean, this is the nicest way possible. Like, he just does not have the potential to become a villain. Like, he's always going to be, like, that comedy relief sidekick. That's true. But I love him for that. I love him for that. Yeah, definitely the POC funny sidekick best friend little trope. Um, he said that in an interview in like their their new like Wired autocomplete like Google one. He literally said like Ned was meant to be like the slightly big person of color like comic relief. Yeah, I don't really know if I like Marvel for that one, but it's okay. <laughs> I think I, th- I okay. This is like kind of off topic but i feel like it's so hard being a marvel fan especially as a girl because i feel like people are always like oh you just like the actors for their looks like whenever i say tom holland doesn't have a spider-man someone somebody goes it's because top and i'm like mm, okay you you say whatever you want okay but I, I, like, I don't think the other spider-man actors aren't hot like i'm not i don't i feel like Andrew Garfield, hello? Literally. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's a good argument because I could argue yeah. that they okay. might be equally hot, hotter, potentially. But, you know, we're not going to, like, First go in. Yeah. How are you going to pull that card? Because, like, what if you don't find one of them cute? Like, what am I supposed to do about that? Like, I don't know. Also, well, like, I, I feel like as long as they keep the mask on, like, you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're gonna see yeah, you don't, you don't know what they look like, so. Like, but also, yeah, what I was saying is, like, like it's hard to be a Marvel fan because people who aren't even, like, hardcore Marvel fans, like, feel entitled to get involved in this stuff. Like, yeah. if you really don't care about Marvel, why are you getting so heated about this? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's neither your business at all. Because, like, it's, I think it's, like, a given, though, when you're in fandoms, like, as big as, like, Marvel or Harry Potter, for example, like, 
there are so many people who know about it and like you know watch it and read the books but want even if they're not big fans and then they like start getting involved in things and they're not even properly educated like i've seen so many people spread like false information about the past spider-mans and then like arguing why tom's the best one you haven't even i agree with you but like you're not even getting the facts right come on at least make our our side of the argument seem smarter than that exactly like people are pulling the whole like oh Andrews is boring. Have you even seen Andrews movies? They are not boring. The Spider-Man was so cool and so fun to watch. It's true. Like, I don't know. It's just something that definitely gets on my nerves a lot. Alright. Um, so, before we wrap up, we should probably talk about the, like, spoiler eclipse. And credit scenes. That's what they're called. Um. And, oh. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I need to get this out. I'm so sorry. People have been screaming about wanting Venom in the MCU since Venom came out in 2018. And we finally got it. He was in the NKT. I mean, I feel like they should put it in because if so many people like. Yeah. Because also, I know that the recent Venom movie, I haven't actually. I'm not really well acquainted with Venom just because. It's not MCU, but also the same thing. Like, it's like a thriller movie, and I do not like thriller movies at all. I've seen most of the first one, but it got too much for me. I couldn't watch it. I, but I heard people saying that the the new one that came out like last month or two months ago, people like it wasn't really that good. Apparently, oh. it was like very underwhelming. I but anyway, the fact that he was in the post credit scene though, like I honestly love that because like it was very again comic relief. It was just very funny, yeah. and like. I don't know. I thought it was really funny, but then the actual important one came after the like really. Yeah, long everyone time. left too. Everyone started leaving before they could see the second no, one. I invited them through that. This is a Marvel movie. There is, if it's a Marvel movie, there's going to be a post credit scene and a post post credit scen. scene. And we ma- we forgot about that last time, so Audrey made sure we sat. You were a little bit sad. Oh, there's only one. It's fine. Girl, this is Marvel. Dude, I didn't know there was another one. I, I had not seen a Marvel... Oh, no. I had never stayed for a Marvel movie end credit scene before Eternals. Because I'm not a fan. Like, I don't know about end credit scenes. I didn't know that was a thing. So I just, like, up and leave. In Marvel, Marvel uses that as a way to, like, tease their next movies. Like, in every... Like, just, like, off the top of my head, um, they use... In the first Avengers, they tease the first Guardians of the Galaxy with Thanos, um, and second Captain America, they did the same thing with Age of Ultron, like, they brought in Pietro and Wanda, like, they always do that to, like, lead up to the next coming movie. Mm-hmm. This one, they did it with Doctor Strange, which I'm really excited about. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Doctor Strange was in this movie, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sad, though, because, like, he could have played a much bigger part, because he was really only in the beginning and the end, like, I really wish he was, like, involved in the middle, which... But then again, that couldn't really happen because Peter trapped him in, like, the mirror universe, so... Yeah. I also thought that was weird. That was another plot point that was, like, I don't know. Like, I don't really know that much about the mirror universe. Have well, you like, seen the original Doctor Strange? No. Okay, well, that's why. Yeah. So, I feel like... I just thought it was weird because, like, how did he spend his whole time, like, trapped in there? Like, I feel like it, it was just, like... It was it was a bad way to just, like, kick him out of the, like, movie so that yeah, they could, like, like push him out of the way. Like, they at least could have come up with a better way of, like, him escaping. Because I don't think they even mentioned how he actually escaped. Um, I think... Okay, I don't know if this is completely correct, so I won't quote me on this. But, like, Ned accidentally, like, opened oh, it yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ned let him out. Yeah, why am I... I'm stupid. I'm sorry. 
Also, that's another thing I like. I thought was funny. The fact that um, they mm. stole Doctor Strange's rings from the net, like, suddenly has Doctor Strange's powers. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Anyways, so definitely excited for the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, people sleep on Doctor Strange, like, his first movie so much, but it's so good. I can probably like, I can watch it. Go- I'll let you know how it is. I think a lot, of, a lot more people are definitely more excited for this one because I think it's also just like a lot more hype and I feel like a lot more people know about Doctor Strange now after like Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, that's true. Um, and honestly, this movie like, too. Oh yeah, 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 true, true. But I, I think that like, oh, that's true. Um, and she's one of my other favorite characters. I have four favorite characters. Just if anyone was wondering. Anjali, should you list them all now that you've brought it up? I should list them all that I brought it up. We're gonna do it, okay. Okay. In no particular order, okay. Bucky, uh, Spider-Man, Scarlet Witch, and Black Widow. They all happen to be associated with the color red. I don't know if that's a common theme, but... They're my four favorites. It's like, Bucky and Peter are, like, tied for number one. Like, like number one spot, and then, like, I, just, I can't, like, pick a certain, though. It's, like... But yeah. It's okay, Anjali. I'm, really I'm excited, okay? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. Um, I feel like I keep on seeing like parts of Doctor Strange. Because I just watched Shang-Chi with my family now. Oh, Shang-Chi is so good. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Okay. Maybe we can do a Shang-Chi review after this. Who knows? Also, just Simu Lee. He is so funny. Oh my god. He's so funny. Dude. True. He's hilarious. Oh, also he a tweet on Twitter about like how he loved Tom Hiddleston's eyes. <laughs> I love him. He's so funny. Um. Anyways, I was like reading online and it said that this Spider-Man movie was like the first movie to make one billion dollars since 2019. So, uh, if you have time and you haven't like seen it but you're like for some reason listening to this podcast even if you haven't seen it and we basically just spoiled the whole movie for you you should definitely watch it yeah oh yeah really quickly before like we end this up like before we wrap things up me and rebecca do a scene on opening night and oh my god like the theater that we went to is never crowded there's never anybody there we went to the Voorhees one if you're ever watching a movie go there because there's no people there there's never anybody there, and it's really nice. But, like, the fact that even there, there were so many people. Rebecca waited in line for, like, 30 minutes to get popcorn. Yeah. And, like, everyone there was there for Spider-Man. Like, everybody went there for Spider-Man. Like, no one was there for any other movie. Yeah, the lines were, like, like so long. Every single theater, like, so they had, like, five different theaters showing the 3D version. And then, like, another ten theaters showing, like, the non-3D version. And it was pretty crazy. Um... Oh no. Alright, well I think that concludes today's episode. Um, thank yeah. you for listening to another episode of the A-List. And so we also promised like a couple of other episodes, but I think like the order that we promised got like a little jumbled up. But yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully we can get this one out. At some point we will get Mama's episode out. Um, we didn't end up going to the Museum of Art um, so we went to Barnes Foundation instead, and so that episode will also come out 
in the future, whether it's before or after this episode comes out, who knows? But uh, we will see you next time. Yeah, for all we know, this could come out next week or in two months. So just know that this was filmed like two weeks after the movie came out. So, yeah. Great. Well, thank you. Bye. Thank you.